Hey guys, Dylan here, producer of the Ecommerce Alley podcast. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer that we are giving all of our podcast listeners. If you scroll down below this episode in the show notes, you'll find a link to a special podcast listener deal on our scientific e-commerce Facebook ads testing course. Now, normally this is $27, but we're going to give you a special link to grab it for only 10 And included with that is a 30-minute ads expert call where we help answer your questions and implement the content. Thank you very much for being a valued listener to our podcast. And now, on to this episode. Welcome to Season 2 of the E-Commerce Alley Podcast. I can't believe we have made it this far. Um, through one year of podcasting, lots of learning moments, let me tell you that. Um, but we're making some huge improvements to the podcast. Now that it's been a full year, we're like, you know what? It's about time we, uh, we grow up and put on our big boy pants and it's time to make something different here. So, uh, we may have missed a few episodes in the last year, <coughs> uh, September, <coughs> but we're going to make up for it in this season by releasing just a few episodes just to, you know, make it an even even number between the two years. Uh, But this episode is very special because we've been teasing this ever since the start, and I've always said at some point in the podcast, you're going to get to meet the legendary Dylan Counts behind the scenes. And if you're watching on YouTube, then here he is, right here. All right. All right, Dylan Counts, everybody. Yes, if you're listening, then... Like an applause track. I'll edit that in. <laughs> if you're listening, then just know that Dylan is sitting right beside me. Dylan, no, put the chainsaw down, Dylan. Stop, no. no. YouTube knows <laughs> nothing no. is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dylan is here, and now that we're one year into the e-commerce alley podcast, there has been an insane uh, amount of things in the last year that have happened. Um, incredible things, like incredible things, painful things, like just all of the things. And uh, so what we want to do in this episode is we're going to kind of take you behind the scenes of honestly uh, what has come to this point, because now... We have an amazing community uh, inside of Facebook. We're just so we just passed the two thousand person mark inside uh, of Facebook. People on our email list, probably over six thousand people, just kind of hanging out in there, yeah. just growing like crazy every day. Which we cannot be more thankful for. Uh, people going to our boot camps, our training, and everything else like that. And so we kind of want to pull back the curtain and talk a little bit about how we got here, and um, some things that maybe you don't know, that'll be just kind of fun to talk about. I think yeah. it'll just be good. Um, you get to meet us. So this is not like an educational episode. This is like an edutainment. Hey, that's my word. Edutainment. <laughs> We're not even educating. This is just straight no, entertainment. This is just, I mean, maybe you'll learn how to make a podcast, but probably not. It's just fun. Probably not. Maybe fun. it'll inspire you to start a podcast. That's better. That's that's gonna be a better route to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's go ahead and take this back for a moment because I want to tell you a little bit about how we kind of got to this point and in, in, in what prompted the whole podcast uh, to launch. Now I have you know we've been if you haven't listened to the podcast. Welcome. Uh, you started right after everything we're about to talk about, so a lot of this may not make a whole lot of sense. But uh, <laughs> in the last nine years, uh, I have owned a business called Flight Media. And Flight Media has been our marketing agency. We have lived and breathed marketing implementation uh, for our clients for a long, long time, generating 
tens of millions of dollars over that time. I think we're passing, we, we're beyond like 50 million threshold. It's probably way beyond that. Probably. We don't really count, honestly. <laughs> it's just like a vanity metric that maybe gives us a little bit of credibility. So I don't know. I hate <laughs> that stuff. So either way, we've been doing this for a long, long time. And it was about five years ago, I put on my annual uh, goal list. I create three primary goals for my life every year. Uh, and one of those that has stuck alongside it for, a, for five years was start a podcast. Now, I've done hundreds of webinars, tons of trainings, so many blogs, and I'm like, I really, really want to have a podcast. I want a podcast that I could do, but I don't want it to be like any other podcast out there. And i uh, got to be honest, my leadership team uh, had fought me on it. <laughs> they fought me big because I always weigh two things. And I talk about these all the time, impact resource, impact resource. Like you have to... In business, your goal is to have the greatest impact for the least amount of resource of time and money. And we want the most uh, impact, meaning usually dollars in business if you're trying to make profit. And so they always said, well, the resource is really high, which is very true. And the impact is low to medium. And they just fought me on it. I was like, no, we need to do it. And I visited Disney in 2019. And I wrote down on a notepad for podcast build epic set. I had this vision because I went to Disney. If you've never been to Disney, which I think you've been to Disney. Yeah. And Disney is like, if you've never been there, uh, it's magical. You feel like a kid. It's very nostalgic. Yeah, it's like the epitome of in-person wonder. Yeah. Like, it's it's amazing. The attention the attention to detail yep. is mind-blowing yep. in just literally everything. And if you've never read the book, Be Our Guest... You have to go read it. It's basically how Disney operates, and you'll learn so much behind the scenes. I've read that book three times. Um, <laughs> and so I read the book because I'm like, I read it, and I'm like, I have to go to Disney. So my wife and I was in a mastermind with some friends, and we actually ended up all going to Orlando, and then we went to Disney, and we spent our we spent time in Disney. And so it inspired me. I'm like, okay, I need to build. I love the idea of an epic set because I, did, I didn't want to start a podcast. It was like every other podcast where it's just me with a sure SMB7 microphone, <laughs> uh, SM7B, that's what it is, right? SM, <laughs> SM7B microphone where I'm just talking with this big fat mic in front of my head with massive headphones on and uh, <laughs> and, and, and there's no video. Like I, I wanted to have video and I wanted something to be special about this. You know what's so funny? Before you keep going, I literally, you can see it sitting on that table over there. I had an SM7B ready to, to attach to this table and I was going to use that as my microphone and then I heard that in the back of my head I'm like Josh will literally fire me right now if I put an SM7B on this podcast because so it, I did not it's do so, it it's, to me it's just so cliche like, yeah. like and the funny thing is you when you're there by yourself interviewing somebody or like if you're just doing an audio podcast uh, with like a little camera on you or something like you don't need big honky <laughs> elephant ear you know what are you headphones. listening to? Headphones. Yeah, that, that's just the point <laughs> to me. Like, people are podcasting, and they're using these, like, big honking headphones. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want it to be as if the the, the, the production, like, you didn't know. I want it to feel encompassing. I, yeah. I didn't want you to think that it was a I wanted it to be encompassing with the set. I don't want a microphone in front of my face. I don't want <laughs> you to see it. Now, I have an in-ear piece that I'll use, but it's, like, clear. And you do see it if it comes from a side shot, but it's not prominent, like, big, bulky you know, Audio Technica headphones yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of my vision. And I've always wanted to have one. Leadership always pushed back on me. And then the pandemic in 2020 <laughs> punched us in the face. And it gave me an opportunity to say, hey, I think we need to create content and we need a podcast for the long haul, long haul to build sustainability 
as a source of uh, developing attention in an audience. And um, my leadership team at that point was finally like, uh, you know what, go ahead and let's build it. And But let's cap the spend at like $5,000 because come on, Josh, you need a couple hundred dollar microphone, some some headphones, <laughs> like everybody else, and you're good to go, right? And I'm like, okay, like 5,000 is way more than you're gonna need. And then I met with Dylan, and we started coming up with a list of, we're like, okay, we're gonna need these black magic cameras, we're gonna need the slider, we need some lights, we need all these different things, and I have a $5,000 budget, and that budget got hit by like four and a half items. And so <laughs> we're like, crap, we can't use all of this. So my brother's a photographer, and we need to go borrow like $10,000 in gear. Pretty close, yeah. I mean, that, from the microphone to the boom to the cables to the C clamp stands oh, yeah. to the lighting to the the the, the slider, his $3,000 Rhino slider. And then it. every week he's texting me like, hey, <laughs> I need my stuff back. And I'm like, he's your brother. You you talk to him. <laughs> so so we're like, my brother Isaac, and so we're like giving him gear and taking it back for the podcast. And we're like going through this process. But anyway, so we didn't have everything. And um, well, I am a sales guy. So of course, 5000 uh, I-, I persuaded 10000 right at the get-go. So I persuaded our leadership team that I had a $10,000 budget and that it would pay for itself. That was the selling point. It'll pay for itself. Uh, within 90 days, I was confident. Um, spoiler, it didn't. But <laughs> it was important that we did this. Uh, yeah. So so I got a $10,000 budget. We ended up going, we hit that. And then we still had to borrow. That's when we hit that. And we still had to borrow like $7,000 of gear from my brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had to leverage This was not cheap. Yeah, this was not a cheap set. <laughs> and it was one of those things where like you don't know if it's going to fly till you do it. Yeah. And I'm usually not a fan of doing that because I love data and math. But we we knew. I knew that the e-commerce world needs something like this. And also, I knew that this fit into the grand vision that I had and and how passionate I am about teaching and educating and and coaching and and live boot camps and all that stuff. And uh, and so anyway, get the approval. We buy all this gear. It all comes in. And then we have to build a set. We have an intern, Katie, who, perfect timing, came to me and said, hey, (laughs) our local college, I have to have an internship. And so she's like, and I get to work for free. And I'm like, well, uh, that's nice. (laughs) So so Katie spent three months with me building the set. And Dylan came in at the end of that um, after all the hard work and boringness was done. And so, uh, so Katie comes in, we build this entire set. It's like an insane, uh, amount of work and, and then we ended up launching and that, that's the short, we're going to like tell different parts in that, but like we built this set, we're buying antique materials. Now, if you're listening, you can't really see this. So I encourage you to go listen to this yeah. on YouTube or watch this on YouTube. We have, you know, now we have Christmassy stuff up now, depending on when you're listening to this, it is December. Um, but we bought antique boxes and crates. We bought a huge barrel. We have a coffee barrel over here. We like, we have the brick alley. We ran electrical. So we actually have <laughs> lamps in here. So it looks like you're in an alley. We manually rusted this, this steel behind me. <laughs> attention to detail. Yeah, attention to detail crazy story so we bought the sheet metal and it's just shiny as can be and we needed to make it i'm like i really want this to be really rusted and so katie finds this concoction of chemicals online that you can buy to rust sheet metal and so i'm like okay well let's just do it in in this room here 
and we're soundproofing the room and things like that. We're adding rugs. And on top of that, we're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and rust this metal. Well, the rusting of the metal took two weeks. <laughs> and we had to come in in like five-minute intervals and spray this strong chemical on it. It was so strong, we had to come in with a mask, spray it down, and go right out of the room and shut the door and just hope that no one came near the door. Uh, <laughs> because it was so strong of a smell in here. Like, it was toxic, probably not... OSHA approved. There's no way. I mean, it was it was bad. Probably not. Uh, very strong <laughs> chemicals. But anyway, it looks sweet. We yeah. rusted it. If you got a cl- if we ever did a close up tour of this, you'll see that the metal's rusted. So we paid a lot of attention uh, to detail in the development of this. Yeah. Um, which led to Dylan then coming in, starting to contract with us because he was helping us along the way. And of course, now Dylan is full time since April, and yeah. we've been like kind of cruising since then. Yeah. It's it's crazy because literally I have been asking you for a job for like probably five years, which has been been as long as you've wanted a podcast, which is so funny to hear that side of the story. And now, you know, me wanting to work for you for five years, you've been wanting a podcast for five years and literally every year, probably for five years, once a year, I would text Josh because I'd known him for a while. I'd text Josh and I'd be like, hey, Josh. You looking for a video guy yet? And every year you tell me the same thing. Now we're not doing video yet. Now we're not doing video yet. I'm like, all right, I'll just keep coming back and asking you. So five years, I keep asking once a year. And then all of a sudden, Josh sends me a text. He's like, hey, I'm working on a podcast. You want to meet for coffee? Like, yeah, sure. So we go to the local coffee shop and Josh just like unloads this grand vision for the e-commerce alley. And I'll be honest, like I didn't really even know what e-commerce was. Like I did, but, but <laughs> just like the, to think about, like you didn't yeah. know, most people don't know what that is. Like in layman's, like yeah. in a regular speak. They don't yeah. understand. It's just not a common concept that people talk about. So he was talking to me about, you know, we're going to build this, uh, place where every e-commerce business owner can come and learn. And I'm like, Okay. So you need a video guy? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll I'll be your video guy. Um, but I didn't really even know how bought in I was at the beginning because I was working at Apple at the time. And I was like, we'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. Um, and here I am <laughs> a year later. Literally, this is like when you guys are listening, watching this podcast, it is the year. I think this comes out like December 6th or something. The year is December 5th, so it's it's crazy that it's been a full year since we've launched the podcast, since I've started helping, and the change and growth that we've seen over those months this year has just been crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Hey, thanks for checking out the e-commerce Alley podcast. If you've been enjoying this episode so far, it would mean a ton to us if you'd leave us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And as a token of our appreciation, if you take a screenshot of your review and email it to team at the ecommercealley.com, we're just going to go ahead and shoot you a $10 Amazon gift card just as a thank you. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, it's definitely been a... Been a, a journey for sure. And you know, I remember sitting in on the very first podcast and just doing multiple takes of the trailer. That was a two and a half minute trailer. <laughs> it really was. And I'm doing this like trailer for like 20 takes. And now 
Dylan just like throws me in. We just literally come in and I'll we'll everything is in one take. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time it's one take, and I just sit here and I'll just talk for like. 48 minutes, they were trying to get down. and uh, We are getting it down. <laughs> and so, yeah, we just filmed two podcasts, 20 minutes piece. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it was, it's been a crazy journey going into this. Uh, and the cool thing is, so as we've come in, tons of attention to detail. The community is growing. And uh, we have been able to step into this uh, opportunity of being able to teach yep. on a larger scale, aside from this podcast, uh, that has actually helped us refine this podcast more by doing live events, by doing like live three-day boot camps and things like that and live master classes. Um, and that has lent itself a big hand in further developing yeah. the set. And it helps us like way quicker figure out, oh shoot, we need to fix this or improve this or improve this and then improves the podcast a lot faster. Yeah, and what's, what's really interesting, and I feel like this is probably, I mean, we have a very unique job as it is. Right, like we we come into work, we work right in our hometown, and we we come into work every day. I'll like edit videos, then we'll have like a meeting, then we go out to lunch together, and then we come over here to the studio because it's actually across the street from our main office, and we film a video. Like we we spend an hour and a half filming a video, and I get to edit that video and and all of that, and it's just. It's so interesting that that's part of our job, that this is what we do. And it's, I mean, it's, it's just so cool. And the fact that we've been able to get into the live content for the Facebook group, for our clients, for, you know, whatever that looks like. It, the fact that the podcast has morphed into more than just a podcast, but it's like fueled us for the live events mm -hmm. and our, our boot camp that we did and live streams we do every week in the group. Like, I don't know if you ever saw that. You probably did because you're a visionary. But when I, when I signed on, I was like, all right, I guess I'll just get paid to make a podcast every week. Mm -hmm. Never did I see it turning into part of the business that like we rely on. Like, yeah. it's just so cool. It's, it's so funny. Like, uh, we have been growing so fast as like a company and so as like as i brought dylan on when he first came in <laughs> he started part-time and it was like i was trying to put into words what he was going to be doing but i knew that that was changing so quickly yeah so i was like all right you just got to trust me on this this is what you're going to start with but it's going to become a lot more than this but i can't tell you what the more looks like yet yeah because we're not there <laughs> And so, Nor would I have even understood at just, the time. You just got to trust me on it. And so Dylan comes in. He's part-time with us. Just kind of, I don't know, 10 hours a week or I whatever. So, just yeah. doing like podcast stuff. And by the time we get into the start of the year, after like two months in, he comes on a little bit higher, a little more basis. Part-time, like 20 hours a week. And then by, by in the first four months, like yeah. he's, he's full-time in here. Helped out in a sales role for a little bit as we're yeah. kind of getting some things off the ground. Uh, but then now is full-time into content production and we've been working with some of our clients and uh, high production video ads and the monthly live events that we stream in for our our, our, uh, our coaching clients and Max Profits Mentorship and our live streams every single Thursday at noon, which by the way, if you're not yeah. part of the e-commerce Sally Facebook group, <laughs> go join it. It's free. You get what you pay for. And if not, I'll give you your money back. Go to allypodcast.com slash group, little plug there, uh, where we go live every single week. We're doing over the shoulder. We're in the studio here. And so so much content and it's interesting because like 
We've been so heavy in paid ads that as we've been growing, organic is starting to take this really big root in our business as a mm-hmm. source of traffic, you know, because paid fuels organic. And so as we've leaned into paid, everything has been growing as a result, which is really cool to see uh, because honestly, content and organic, like this stuff is the most fun to be. Yeah. This is really fun. Yeah. And what what else I think is interesting is like... When, when you came to me and we started talking about this, I remember a distinct point. We were sitting in the conference room here and I, we were like getting closer to me coming on more time. And I asked you like, what is the actual business? Because I was so, pod, like I was just podcast. Yeah, that's, so, that's true. You didn't know what we were actually selling. I, I did. No, I didn't. I was like, I make the podcast. That's it. And so then I, I asked you like, what do you guys do? Like, how do you make money? What is the, like... <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, what What do you do? And then you explained it to me, and that's when I started to fully understand and realize what potential it had and how cool that it was going to be and, and become. So that yeah. I remember that literally sitting in that conference room over there, like... How, how, do, how See, do you that's make money? the level of trust <laughs> that Dylan had when I said, hey, it'll just work out and your role will be defined and figured out. But we don't know what it looks like yet. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just kind of blindly tr- trusts me uh, yep. and follows me into the dark. And then finally he's like, all right, where the heck are we? Uh, yeah. What's yeah. going on here? So I um, will ask questions, but I'll follow you for a little bit before I do. Yeah. So <laughs> he makes a great follower, guys. I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so. Yeah, so like Dylan comes in. So we have been an agency is the flight media, and we have transitioned and rebranded into the e-commerce alley as our core business. It's now, been a huge change, which has been which has been enormous. Which I mean, is, it's basically starting a business again. Yeah, like everything has shifted, and from flight media to the e-commerce alley, there's been so much of a change. What, like. How would you describe that change from your perspective as the person who had a company for nine years and then just was like, I know what I want to do. Let's shift it. I So maybe some of you listening or watching have ever have felt like this, but like sometimes you've done something for so long. Maybe you've had your business or you've done something for so long that eventually um, – you get to a point where like that vision and that drive and that passion that you once had in the beginning starts to kind of dwindle. Like you feel like the vision has kind of faded and you don't have that anymore. Well, after we built this set and we launched the podcast, um, it wasn't until later in the year that, it wasn't until that actually happened, I'm sorry, right mm-hmm. when that was we were building this and that was happening, that suddenly my vision exploded for what we were going to become and what we were going to do. And so, the old business of Flight Media for eight years at the time had done agency work. We, you know, we we did the fishing for the clients. We didn't teach them how to fish. We fished for them. We harpooned the whales and we pulled those suckers right out of the sea. And so we did that. And by the way, we still do do that. But we shifted a large portion of our business out of only doing that, and we have moved into a. A, a position of training and education and saying, hey, the last eight years has primed us to be authorities and experts in what we do that we are still relevant. We practice what we preach for ourselves and for our clients that we still work with. But we have done this 80-20 shift to where it used to be 100% 
only agency. We moved to where we're like, okay, we're, we're, we're always going to have an agency leg. We are going to work with clients. We are going to have a pulse on this market. We will do this for ourselves. We will do this for our clients. And we will remain relevant in what we do so we never teach out of our butts. And we're always <laughs> teaching from actual practical reality with e-commerce brands uh, that we just hand select to work with. So now it's moved to where 80% of our business is now training, equipping, educating, and serving e-commerce business owners, showing how to acquire customers with Facebook ads, how to leverage email, how to grow a business. And also another degree of that, which I don't have a course or training or like thing specifically on, is is how to think. Yeah. Like how to start yeah. to think about your business in ways that uh, that most don't. You know, how to overcome adversity, how to uh, think positively when it when it feels like the entire <laughs> everything around you is collapsing. You know, yeah. what I mean, like how do you how do you do that? So a lot of uh, what we also teach and we inject inside of our teaching and our training and our educational resources yep. are uh, are how to think and, and mm-hmm. mindset focused life uh, lessons life lessons things yeah. like that like philosophies yeah. uh, that we say over and over and over again like marketing is a mathematical equation not an emotional decision I probably said that in my sleep honestly yeah. we, our whole team <laughs> knows that we also know the first is the worst it's not when it works it's if it works and what that looks like for you and yeah. bridging the gap between what and when is the is the hard part right that's the waiting that is the patience that is the struggle and so um, I've learned that a lot of our job is helping entrepreneurs with e-commerce businesses push through adversity and helping them push through when they can't don't believe in themselves or when yeah. they're when they're doubting we have to be the hope you know we're trying mm-hmm. to inject this hope and try to show them that it is possible you can build a financial and stress-free business not nothing is ever stress-free <laughs> but you can mitigate things by having certain things in place and by really having good systems and so that's what we moved into so we do this in the forms of whether it's live events or we're doing our max profits mentorship coaching program where we teach facebook ads and we teach you how to yeah. leverage that for new customer acquisition and it's all it's our community and coaching and 30 hours of training material and so and big shift for sure for, and it's so cool because all of it is so genuine because obviously you've been through so much in nine years of business and even in the last year when you decided to make that shift from you know having clients and the main revenue were clients and you know you just started letting them go one by one and trusting the process that the e-commerce alley was going to be that next step and i think that would be really beneficial to share for people that like maybe want to start an e-commerce business or they are in that that spot in life where they're like how do I get to that next step what what was your thought process when you finally decided you know what we need to go all in on this how did you how did you make that decision how did you decide that hmm i think there are a few things that i look at First, I, I have to I have to respond to my passion mm-hmm. because if I'm not going to love something, I'm not going to do it. That's good. And, and, and doing that for the, my life sounds miserable. <laughs> um, and so I am more passionate about teaching and coaching and motivating and helping and seeing light bulbs go off in people's minds um, than I am about. Watching ROAS go up. Watching, <laughs> I love, don't get me wrong, I like watching that's ROAS fair. go that's up. That's fair. Oh, that, that's just... Tickles my fancy. Dopamine. That is dopamine. <laughs> a launch campaign. I love it. Uh, more than what I teach, I love 
uh, I love the process, and I so I have passion, and I also look for opportunity. Uh, is there opportunity in where I'm going? Mm-hmm. You know, I think about if you're an e-commerce business owner listening right now, or you're someone who's wanting to start something. Like you have to say, am I passionate about the product, about the brand? Do I have a level of conviction that says I believe 150% in what I'm building and what I'm selling? And if the answer is I don't, then you need to check yourself. And so, uh, even if you're listening right now, do you have a passion for it? Because if you don't. It's only so long till you're like, screw this, right? Because at that point, if you're not passionate about it, then it's all about the money. And money's only gonna get you so far. It's only gonna get you so far in certain things. And so, it's great, but at the end of the day, if you hate what you do and you make a lot of money, I know a lot of people in that situation, that's a bad situation to be in. (laughs) You're not happy. And so, I have the passion. Then the next question is, is there opportunity in this area? And uh, ask yourself that in your business. Maybe you have products that you're passionate about, but there's no opportunity. You have to have both of those to win in business. And so I believe that there is massive opportunity in this, this area, but I also believe the opportunity is not only for us, but there's opportunity to serve and to teach things that are not being taught and things that are not being uh, talked about mm-hmm. in the e-commerce space in particular. Yeah. You know, we're, uh, we're in a space where, you know, we do information-based product. We're e-commerce, but we're info-based products uh, on that side of our business. And I've been in the B2B space for so long. I follow so many different people and so many different groups. And there's training out there on certain things. But in e-commerce, I feel like there's so much lacking. The, the only thing in e-commerce that, that I have seen, and I'm not, not throw names, is just like guru stand in front of the Lambo, talk about my wealth, talk about <laughs> my, not even my wealth, talk about you know, the Your material success. crap, talk about my success, yep. talk yep. about my seven-figure business, talk about blah, blah, blah. And when I see that, I vomit inside. <laughs> and it's so prevalent in this niche and I know it because obviously we advertise and because yeah. we advertise and we do this stuff we see a lot of other people out there that do this types of trainings that are like that yeah. and uh, it's just not me and I felt like there was there is a land grab of opportunity for someone who can come in and do things differently be genuine and be genuine yeah. in what they do and not sleazy not that I want to I, I feel weird. I don't want to call someone else sleazy but to me some tactics and things are a little sleazy yeah. and I just how would I feel on the other end of that? I wouldn't feel good. And so like, I want to teach people that you could build a business that everything isn't built on vanity and seven, you know, seven <laughs> figures and multi eight figure, whatever. Like, yes, we work with brands that do that. But profit is important, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Next episode yeah, gets released. Yeah, check out the next episode. Next episode <laughs> that gets released is having W profit. So profit is important because I know people that have made $1.2 million a year and they were upside down and went bankrupt. I know people that are doing four or $5 million a year and they're just breaking even or they're like scraping by or they're negative. And so I, I think that there's so much vanity out there. I can't stand it. <laughs> so I'm like, we're going to fix it. And uh, we will become the largest training ground and equipping ground on the planet yeah. for e-commerce owners to build businesses and create financial freedom as well as stress freedom. As stress free as it can be. As stress free <laughs> as you can be freedom. Uh that impact not only their families' lives but their customers' lives. Yeah, and um, and so that we will be. That's it. Yep. Like you can quote me on that, and in five years we're going to come back to this and be like, let's remember. Like, what did we say in year one? And by then we're like four hundred episodes deep. Yeah, we're be like crap. I remember when we said this. Yeah, and now we have and like it's two on million monthly listeners. It's on four cameras of recording. Four We've got cameras. It. Yeah, We've got it. <laughs> 
Just quick note, if I'm watching in the future, we have less uh, we have less flying cars now than you might have. Oh my gosh. We're still working on it. We're not all electric. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sending a, another message to yourself in the future just yes. in case. You know, eat less, move more. <laughs> what? <laughs> future me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, to to kind of tie into that, I I think there's so much it's so cool to go into our our private f- client Facebook group and see out of those people you can just see message after message after message of people like saying how we've been able to impact them mm-hmm. and it's more than just teaching people how to go into Facebook Ads Manager mm-hmm. and turn on switches and make ad sets and stuff it's it's changing lives and I know that's so cliche and so you know whatever that is but it's it's so cool to actually see that happening I was like this morning while I was getting ready I pulled up my um my Facebook and I saw a message from someone and it, it just genuinely brought a smile to my face how passionate they were about what they were telling us and how how much of a role that I got to play in that and the team as a whole that just that that gets to help not just ourselves but everyone just push each other forward it's it's just so cool yeah I don't think that you can really um I don't think that you could really say you've won in business until you have those messages or you have Mm. that feeling and your products you're doing that for people because at that point you're just selling a thing and you're not impacting lives in any capacity and uh, until the e-commerce alley has started and we have shifted into this, I have, we help clients, we get results, we make a lot of money for people, a lot of money for people. And I have never felt like I feel now. Yeah. The, to, to see the actual tangible impact on saying, Adam, was it, you know, whatever, thousand dollars a month yeah. and the ten, you know, tens of thousands and then just now pushing past 100K a month, amazing. Yeah. Not to throw vanity metrics out there, but in four months going from you know less than five figures a month yep. to pushing over six figures a month is unbelievable. Yeah. To see all these breakthroughs in, in, in you know, mindsets and like things that people are, how people are thinking, there's nothing like it. You know, I was in a two-day marketing uh, event with one of our, or two-day marketing gathering with, with all the marketing people in one of our clients in Colorado. And um, there's a story that, that the social media team was telling and they said, they said, uh, we, we had someone actually reach out and send us a message and say that, because they sell, this client sells shoes, by the way, and the, this person reached out and they said, hey, I've been blind my entire life, and I have never, until I purchased your shoes, understood what it felt like to see, and yeah. it wasn't until I wore your shoes that I felt like, for the first time in my life, I could actually see and I wasn't blind because yeah. I felt and I saw with my feet. Yeah. And that like just when when they share that just like chills yeah. across the Goose room. Bumps, for sure. Goosebumps. You're just like, wow, like these shoes are changing lives. It's not just a shoe. Yeah. Like that's what you're selling, but it's helping people. And yeah. so anyone listening, like if you don't think your products impact lives, ask yourself how could it? You know, what or or if or if it does, like are you hearing those stories? If you're not, how can you make your product better to help impact people's lives? Because when you start doing that the game changes. I'll yeah. work till whenever if that's yep. happening. I don't. Yep. It, the feeling of your work and your day changes when your vision expands that much more. When your vision is so big, it'll keep expanding if you experience those moments and you're actually helping people. If not, it stay. It feels like it stays small. 
We're going to clip that and put that on social media because that was great. Uh. That was so good. And I think that kind of leads into the next thing. What what is the future of the e-commerce alley, the e-commerce alley podcast? Where do you see this going? We will continue to train, educate, and serve business leaders. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. We're going to do that in... We're just going to do it on a different, a different level. Yeah. I mean, we've done, our team has done, we did an annual tr- retreat last month in planning the new year. We will be, um, aside from technical changes, you know, we're going to have <laughs> new jingles. Yep. You probably heard one of the jingles today. Uh, more interviews, less soapbox moments and rants from Josh. I know everyone's <laughs> like, hallelujah. If you want to see Amen. those still, if you want to see those still, go to the Facebook group. <laughs> we, I have to give him an outlet somewhere. And it's the Facebook group. He gives me a whole hour every yep. Thursday <laughs> to just talk. Yep. Uh, we're going to be building a new studio across, like actually, uh, so we lease this space over here. It's like 4,000 square feet. My wife and I own a co-working space, so this is part of the co-working space. We, we own a building right across the street. The first floor our team works out of, uh, and the second floor is gutted, and we begin renovation there. We're going to build our dream studio. Yep. We're going to build a massive workshop area that we can house 25, 30 people uh, that we'll be able to do in-person events. We'll be able to do meetups at our building. We have, we've had people come in person mm-hmm. already to, to the studio, to our, our headquarters here, yep. and I want more of that. I yeah. want people coming in for workshops. I want to meet face-to-face with people. And um, ultimately, we're going to be leaning heavy into content distribution and more of it. Yeah. More interviews, more distribution on different platforms. Um, you know, we're at a point in this business where our ads are crushing it. We have done what we teach everybody to do. Yep. You need a paid source. <laughs> you need a new a, a paid source for new customer acquisition to stabilize, uh, to give you stability, efficiency, and predictability in your business. And we have done that. Yep. New horizons. And we have done that, and as we and I tell everyone to do that to a certain point in your revenue, and then once you hit that point, then you start to expand into these other different areas. And after you've stabilized that, now we've done it. We're actually moving into uh, other areas of organic and really reaching more people on different channels and that's definitely uh what's going to happen. I'm so excited. Yeah. We we have so much planned for the next year and I think so much is going to change. We've changed so much in the last year like we talked yeah. about. I think the next year is just going to be through the roof. Crazy. We have, we have put on at least 5 or 6 pounds in the last year. Yep. You know, yep. we both roll up our pants now. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you ride a one wheel, I have a scooter. Yep. Um, yeah. Maybe I should start gang. walking to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I do have a closing question before we kind of do this. And I'd actually love everyone out there to ask. I'm going to ask Dylan. And then I want everyone else out there to actually ask this question themselves. So <laughs> this question, it's, it's uh, something I've actually thought about a lot lately. And that is. Um, would you rather? Have, <laughs> would you rather have? You were trying to keep it so serious. I would saw. You, you. Would you rather have no hands, no legs, or no ears? Did you put this in the notes somewhere? It is not in the notes. Okay. It just came to the top of my my noggin. Okay. What was it again? Would you rather have <laughs> no arms, no legs, or no ears? Probably no legs because wheelchairs are like relatively accessible. Like they're somewhat easy to use. Whereas I feel like not having arms 
would be way harder than using a wheelchair and not having ears would just suck. Very logical. So I'm a very logical person. That's really good. So that would be, well, now you have to answer. All right. Well, that wraps it up. No, 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 no. (laughs) You need to answer this and then you can do your little outro. You have a good, you have a good option there. That's good. You're just going to steal mine. I'm just going to steal yours. What a cop out. (laughs) What a cop out. All right, guys, we're jokesters. We like to have fun occasionally. If you have not joined the e-commerce Alley Facebook group, go do that, alleypodcast.com slash group, or just find us on Facebook if you know how to hit the search bar. Uh, <laughs> it's Don't forget, rate this podcast. Whatever app you're using, rating it helps it get into more people's hands, helps more people. Uh, if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube, subscribe on YouTube. On behalf of our entire team, we want to say thank you uh, for listening to us rant for the last uh, little bit here. Yep. We hope you found this entertaining. But we will be back in the next episode, I promise, with more education and less ranting, less soapboxes. Hey guys, it's Josh. Thanks for listening to the audio version of the e-commerce alley. Did you know that we actually have an amazing set in high quality video production that gets posted on YouTube every single week? If you've never watched the e-commerce alley on YouTube, you have to go to alleypodcast.com slash YouTube to check it out. Once again, thank you for listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy this episode.